I had a patch where it was about five years of just, it just felt like I just needed to dig a hole and just not come back up again. I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was very, I was deep in deep depression. I had uh, a lot of anxiety. I don't tell loads of people this, but I don't mind sharing it now because I'm kind of in a good place to, to do that. I, I listen to what people say and I make up my own mind. Um, so I'm, I'm, as Jim Rowan says, I'll quote him, you know, you're forever a student, but you're not a follower. That's how I look at life. The saying is, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So just take one problem, deal with that. Take the next problem, deal with that. Don't try and solve it all yourself. Get support, get help. Ask for help. You're not weak if you ask for help, yeah. especially the guys out there because they, they do not reach out. If you've got a mentor or coach telling you, you've got to get up at five, otherwise you're a failure, yeah. excuse me, but they're an absolute arse. That doesn't, yeah. That's a load of rubbish. So it's just about knowing who you're serving, why you're serving them, what it is you're offering, you know, what's your mission, what's your why. I think you really need to know that stuff. Mm. The product should be delivered well. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Welcome to a new season of podcast episodes of personal and business coaching topics and techniques around the three pillars of HEW, health, excellence, and wealth. HEW is introducing guests to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur show based on their own personal experiences. A full real-life account of trials and tribulations of what it takes. Hello and welcome to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur podcast with myself, Helen Williams. I have got a, a guest interview for you today with a chap who I've known a number of years now, actually, from uh, different events and different networks around the country in an industry where we are both very active in. And I wanted to bring him onto the show to actually talk to us about what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Who I'm going to introduce now has got over 17 years experience in the property industry, was on the tools, buying property and flipping property from 2003 alongside his dad, is now an investor, is a developer, is a consultant, has a, a, a brand called Hull Homes, which is helping people solve all of their problems uh, when it comes to dealing with property and getting involved in investing in property and actually prides himself on being the solution provider. Okay, going out there and helping other people do and achieve their goals in what they want to achieve in the property industry. Without further ado, let me introduce Mr. Dan Hulbert from Hull Homes. Dan, welcome to the Who Wants to Be Thank an you. Entrepreneur podcast. Thank Thanks you for, for the lovely introduction. Us. You're very welcome. There's quite a it's lot nice to, to say you about you, Dan. In the morning. I know, it, bright and breezy, <laughs> bright and breezy. We are, uh, we're at different parts of the country though, as we speak yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah. No, tell, everybody, tell everybody where you're at. I'm in Kent, North Kent, South East London, North Kent. Okay, cool. Yeah, just right on the, on the border there. Yeah, very good. I'm up, I'm actually up in uh, the Northwest this morning and I'm in Manchester. Um, so yeah, a few further miles north. Yeah, yeah. Further north and west. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dan, thank you for thank you for joining us. As I've just said, you're you know, welcome. You've thank got, you for having me. 
you're very welcome. You've got so much experience um, as being a business owner, being an investor, being involved in actually, you know, making your own way through business. Mm. You know, you've not been employed. You're probably not even ever going to be employable ever again. Um, you no. know, with, with <laughs> within that realm, not that you want to, um, perhaps, but it's kind of like when when people are looking at business, when people are looking at entrepreneurship. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors around it, would you not say? Yeah. And the reality doesn't actually come out. I don't yeah. think personally, even through even through the last four and a half years of me being involved and you know us being us knowing one another as well. Yeah. And um, I just do not think there's enough reality shown on what actually goes on. So that's the purpose of these guest interviews, Dan, is to really get into the nitty-gritty. Like, we want to yeah. learn from you. The listeners want to be inspired by you. They want to be educated by you. Um, and this is what I want to, you know, this is what I want to attack through this uh, through this episode. So let's go. Awesome. Let's go. Awesome. Let's do this. So first let's and foremost, Hull Homes. Hull Homes. Tell us about Hull Homes and what the motivation uh, was behind that. Well, I mean, for, for me, I've been, as I say, started on the tools. I mean, that was I was actually employed uh, when I first left school for, for a number of years until 2003. Um, and I was mainly in operations in, in retail and logistics, which is probably where, which is not my natural uh, style, shall we say, uh, but yeah. it was just kind of what I fell into. Uh, and then I fell into the building industry. Um, 2003 was part-time flipping properties with, with my dad didn't really know what he was doing financially and I just sort of yeah got involved hands-on as a skilled labor uh, doing all sorts of stuff flipping these properties and that's when you could kind of you know refinance same day get the money back out for your refurb do the refurb and then you could refinance it again and then sell it so uh, no disrespect but anybody could really do it you didn't really have to have much uh, you just needed a, a mortgage broker and that was about it really and just crack on so um but it was great it was great experience and then 2008 happened we all know what happened there and then um yeah sort of i, t- I took redundancy and decided to go and do be on the tools full time really property had dry, kind of dried up dad went for a bit of a spell of not sure what he was going to do with these properties so we started working with housing associations and things like that then i set up my own business in 2010 i've been on my, in my own personal business for, for 10 years yeah so it was a couple of years before that sort of self-employed and it just sort of in that building industry working with domestic clients mainly to start with I just realized that there was a big void really I say I call it a gap but it's a void it's a massive chasm <laughs> where there's a problem right between the expectation of what the client wants to the actual delivery of the, the project and it's different when you go to big commercial stuff, you know, massive developments, because th- there's lots of systems and processes, there's hundreds of chiefs and lots of staff. And whereas the, the industry I'm in is, is, you know, small domestic, whether it's property investment or domestic clients, it's small projects, you know, refurbs, small extensions. And there's no one really out there that, that I came across that would, that was plugging those gaps. So it's through doing it myself and learning from my own mistakes, which I do recommend and I don't recommend. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's made me who I am today. But I think I could have been who I am today quicker if I had learned from someone else's mistakes. So really, the passion is, is, is and the drive is to, to plug those gaps between that 
expectation of the deli- and, and the delivery of the product or service. Um, and I think that's apparent in quite a few businesses these days. Uh, I don't think people have got that 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 journey right. You know, I was looking at a new kitchen supplier. Now, if I this was the other day, just a quick example. He said, "Yeah, I loved. I've known him for a number of years, and he's set up this kitchen supply business, and he's doing really well with it." And he said, "Why don't we quote for for you guys and see if we can kind of you know work together? You know, we offer that we always make sure kitchen all the kitchen stuff's there together and blah blah blah." And I was like, "Okay, cool." It took him two weeks to get me a price. I mean, that's just you know that doesn't that's not my expectation. I'm a busy person, busy business person, you know, trying to run projects. I need a price now, like, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. And I said, I need it quickly. And it took two weeks. And he said, oh, you know, let let us know what you think. And I said, well, it kind of doesn't really matter because you've taken two weeks to get back to me and I've already made a decision. You know, uh, it's not like a domestic project where you've got a bit, maybe a bit more time. You know, with buying property, we've got to get, we've got to get it done. So for me, it's those, all those little gaps that, that, that need plug-in. And that's what I do with, as part of my consultancy business within within whole homes. Yeah. So you know when you talk about expectations there, Dan, and the uh, you know the gap between investors' expectations and then what really happens. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about those and and what the disparity is there. Well, I, I work to a six step system which is being built out of my own experience, and I, I'm looking at it from the potential of the project right through to the profit at the end. But obviously you're as most we all know, and obviously anyone being taught in property, start with the end in mind. That's fine, and theory's fine, and we teach. They teach a lot about the theory. You know what strategy to do, how to do that strategy, but no one really teaches the nuts and bolts, the practical stuff. Which I'm a very practical person, so for me, the expectation and the delivery, the practical element is missing. That's mm-hmm. that's the main gap. Um, but within that practical element, there's lots of tick sheets um so for me it starts you know with the potential you need to understand what you can do with it how to add value or buy below market value or change the use etc the pricing where you're budgeting correctly you know there's a lot again there's lots of different processes in that and then planning the project just actually having the right team the right people around you the right uh, professionals you know, especially if you need architects, planning consultants, you need those people in your team. Mm. So build the relationships first. Mm. Then you're prepping the projects and that's where the detail comes in. So what does it look like? What's the layout? What's the uh, what's the floor plan is going to be? All that sort of stuff needs to come in there, you know, contracts, et cetera, tendering for builders. And then and then it's to actually the procedure of running the job. So then you've got all the prep in place. How do we run it? What processes have what comes when and, and 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 how and then that's when you make your profit. So we're taught profit and and potential and the theory, but there's no practical and there's there's like five steps, six steps in total, but four or five steps in the middle that that we just don't get taught. And it's those key steps, and I know this from experience and from bad experience as well. Yeah, um, it's those steps in the middle that are the most vital. And yeah because that's where that's where things go horribly wrong you know that's where all the costs are and the implications the ramifications the consequence you know that's Mm. where it all is yeah so so why then why then is all that missed out i think i don't mean this you know in any disrespectful way but i think with 
<laughs> yeah, I will say it anyway. <laughs> but with with the property, you know, I'm I'm part of Simon Sushi's mastermind, and I think the values that Simon teaches are fantastic. He still needs, in my opinion, still needs to do a bit more practical stuff. But it, the, the mastermind is not just about property; it's about the whole thing. It's just yeah. the support, it's the mindset, it's everything. So there's a lot more to it. Uh, and he does get the practical stuff in. We get there's refer people that talk about all that sort of side of things, which is great. So, but it still needs to be that little bit more. Get pitching to Simon and get it, get whole homes as part of <laughs> yeah. the practicality side of things. Just say, Simon, you're still missing out on this, my friend. It's already it's already ticking away. <laughs> don't worry. I'm the same way um, as one. <laughs> but but a lot of the education is is. You know they're they're feeding on on people's pains, which is what marketing does. You know we 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 want to solve someone's pain, yeah. And then they teach the the theory that they teach is they get you hyped up. They, you know you can do yeah. this. And I I personally think anyone could do property if you've got the right mindset, the right knowledge, and the right support around you. But if you haven't got one of any of those three, you're you're, you're you won't do it. And yeah. I don't, you just won't do it. It's the same with business. You won't do it. If you haven't yeah. got those around you and a, and a little bit of gut and determination around you, then I don't think you're, I don't think you can do it. So I don't think everybody could do it unless you've got all those elements. Okay. Well, that's interesting. You speak about elements and components and things like that of, you know, what it, what it takes from the individual. Because mm. um, I want to uncover all of these and get your experience on them. 17 years for yourself in business. And, you know, you keep growing, you keep diversifying and, and things like this. You know, you have done a lot in growing your brand um, and, you know, you, you've got projects up and down the country. Um, mm. How have you how have you grown that yourself? You know, how has that what has been the key component there for you for that growth? I mean, I've made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes. And it's cost me, you know, lots of money. And I think that the biggest things for my personal journey is perseverance and resilience in business say that with a wry smile there Dan. <laughs> but it's just That's you just know like <laughs> the willingness to bounce back the yeah. willingness to no matter what get on with it and don't get me wrong you have your days where you just think why am i doing this you know what is the point in this and you know you do have days like that. we're only human did you think that this but, morning with the podcast with me no, I was really looking forward to it. <laughs> Good answer. You can come back again. I was really again. looking forward to it. I like, I like, well, look, we're human. We like talking about ourselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, you know, I, was, I, I, I always look forward to things like this because it's just part of what I enjoy doing. I, I don't see this as work. So yeah. I just see this as, as a conversation, which I, I love people. I love being around people. Um, I like supporting people. So for me, it's, it's awesome. And I think yeah. that's, one of the things I wish I'd learned sooner in in the, those key components, if you like, is, is having the right people around mm, you and doing yeah. the things that you're good at and the things you're not good at. You need to know them, but, you know, outsource them as, as, as quickly as you can because yeah. you, you won't grow. So, sorry, I, I, I've distracted there for you. Um, bringing you back into your expensive learnings and, you know, you've lost a lot of money and... Yeah. yeah, just bad advice from people that you think you should be getting good advice from. Business partners, you know, I've had good business partners and I've had really bad business partners. Um, now I'm just on my own mm -hmm. uh, and I work with strategic partners now. 
So I'm building an ecosystem within my business that I've got the right people to call upon when I need them and, and vice versa. So, so for me, like the mistakes are, you know, tr probably trying to do too much too quickly, having the wrong people in the business and not understanding their values. You know, it's quite easy for it's quite easy for me to just sort of go, well, you know, it's you know, these people are a pain in the ass and blah blah blah. Um, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. But really, you know, like I look at everything as a hidden blessing. If there's a problem, there's a mistake. It's not easy at the time, but on reflection and, and through self development and self awareness, you you do realise that there are blessings there and that they they're happening for a reason and they're happening yeah. for you, not to you. That's the way that's the way I try and look at it. Yeah. So with those mistakes, it's, um, you know, it, I, had a, I, had a, I had a patch where it was about five years of just, it just felt like I just needed to dig a hole and just not come back up again. I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was very, I was deep in deep depression. I had uh, a lot of anxiety. I don't tell loads of people this, but I don't mind sharing it now because I'm kind of in a good place to, to do that. But um, yeah, it wasn't good. I mean, I, you know, I had a, building business partner that decided that he wanted to go off and do his own thing which is fair enough but i think looking back i push i was pushing him to that because i felt like i wanted to do my own thing so i was probably putting that out there but he left at christmas just before christmas we had eight jobs running he took most of the, the, the labor with him because they were his friends like I, I had to get like fourth tier connections from people that i didn't really know and i was running jobs i was up and down the country doing the portfolio with another business partner and then my ultimate business partner which is my life partner my wife emma uh, we were going through fertility as well at the same time and it wasn't just ivf we did ivf it didn't work and we were we were going back and forth to greece doing egg donation which is massively stressful because you get a flight you can't book a return because you don't know when the cycle's going to hit so you, you have to once you once you know if it's four five or six days or whatever then you book a flight so you're stressed anyway because you're like i've got book you know i've got i mean i'm in a foreign country i don't know anything i don't know anyone and uh you're going through all this this stuff you're trying to be an emotional support for your wife so you've got you've got so much going on mm. you know you're trying to run jobs from greece i mean it's ridiculous and this is where systems and processes come in and it it just was overwhelming and then the, then the problems hit and i had a i had a building claim on the contracting business through these guys who just didn't do what they were supposed to do and it caused problems and that caused me like nearly six figures worth of problem the mm. advice i had was bad because i couldn't ring fence what i was doing so um long story short basically i had no negotiation power within the business i couldn't close the business because there was investment money in it so it just it was just really really stressful and 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 i just it took 18 months just to sort that claim out and that's all I felt like I was doing every text every email every it just you know and it was like ding 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 and every time mm. that ding went my heart went yeah. and I was just like because I thought it was going to be another problem and then the fertility ultimately the fertility didn't work and we went through loads more consultation whilst trying to deal with this other stuff whilst trying to make a living at the same time and just just blah, you know it was just like awful um and yeah it, it wasn't a good place and the only person i could talk to was my wife whereas i didn't want to put pressure on her because she was going through enough physically and mentally um so you 
n- not having those support people around you. And I'm not one, it's probably, it's, it's, it's a good thing and a bad thing, but I'm not one that goes to people and says, when I go, are you all right? I just go, yeah, I'm good. I'm really great. Because we don't, I don't want to like turn around and go, oh yeah, do you know what? I actually feel like shit. I'm in six figures worth of debt. Just just found out we couldn't have kids. You know, I don't want to offload that shit on someone. I'm sorry. I'm done, can I swear on this? No, it's <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just not a good place to be. So those lessons, it's not just business lessons, but it's personal lessons. It's just mindset lessons. It's self-awareness. It's self-development uh, and just being, being aware that where you are and not, not, going back to the part that I was doing this a lot I was I was treating the past like a club mm. you know like a working man's club going back there and having a few beers uh, and reacting and reliving that situation all the mm. time whereas I realized that I need to sit, I, I treat it treat it like a school now and just get the lessons and come back out so I don't I don't like try not to dwell on it too much mm. but it rears its head every now and then it does rear its head every well, now it's bound to I mean you know they're quite significant life impactful events yeah. aren't they you know yeah um and it's not just it's not just impacting you it's it's emma it's 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 everything and you know yeah. this is i i obviously knew i i knew you yourself and mm. emma and that story and what have you um prior but it just goes to show even with business and the challenges that you have through business Mm. There is always something more going on behind closed doors for people. Yeah. It's, you know, that is really stressful, really emotional, yeah. like turmoil, you know, relationship breakdowns, challenges like um, you guys have had, um, just everything happened, like Ill- family illnesses. Um, yeah, I think, I think and, the I thing think, is everyone has um, their own problems. Everyone has yeah. a pro- every, everyone's got stuff going on. Uh, I don't think uh, we talk about it enough. No, especially but especially blokes. I mean, yeah. Jesus, you know, you can still be, you can still be a bloke and and talk and share what your feelings and what's going on. I think that's something I've massively learned over the years, um, and I've never really had that with with a a, a male friend. Uh, yeah. I've got a really good friend, best mate Haley, and and James. James, we talk talk quite a lot, but. Yeah, I think you do need you do need someone to to offload to. You yeah. do need that. Yeah, I just I just think that you know that in compa- like combined and in conjunction with the business mm. stresses and all of that yeah, with yeah. the the expensive yeah, yeah. like hanging over you and things, it's just incredible. You know what it actually takes as an individual to get through, like yeah, because you've life got, you've got to be terrible. resilient. Exactly, yeah. you've you know, got to be resilient. And it, testament to you for coming through all of that and then again hats off to you for for sharing it because like you said you know it's uh, you know i've got i want massive respect for you and for you and emma and you know how you just you you just you're just great wonderful people and see the positive (laughs) in things but you are though you see the positive in things and you know shit does happen you know Mm. we don't always get what we want things don't always go our way life Mm. and business and, you know, but we have to have trust in the process and we have to have trust, don't we, in terms of, you know, mm. what, what, what is happening and what is meant to be. 
we just have to we we just have to keep going. And I think that's what the problem is with a lot of the stuff online for me is 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 you you alluded to it in the introduction before you introduced me was about you know it's the surface level stuff that that gets spewed out really um, and and there's no there's no depth to it there's no there's no depth to it you know oil sits on top of water. And it looks amazing when you see it in the sun and the light, but it's not good for the water. Um, and it's very much surface level. So you have to go deeper. You have to go deeper. You have to, you have to, you have to look more into things. I think we live in, I think society is, is a very, especially with the internet is a very quick buck, instant gratification, mm-hmm. you know, now, now, now. Mm-hmm. And business, property, life just doesn't work that way it's not like that at all and then anyone that's out there shouting that this is what they're doing giving it all the they might be doing well but i guarantee there's there is crap going on in the background because you can't it's not all it's not all roses it's really not and as the song says uh roses really smell like poo (laughs) so they look pretty (laughs) it's in um uh what's it in outcast is it? Song, yeah, song by Outcast. Roses really smell like poo. Yeah. Right, okay. Brilliant. It's a great saying. It's a great saying. <laughs> I, I need to remember that one to put it into the uh, into <laughs> the <pretty>. little blurb. <laughs> <laughs> the iTunes blurb. Yeah. Dan Hulbert says that roses really smell like poo. That's <laughs> so a reality but, check, guys, when yeah. it comes to business building. But it is true. Like, I don't. Uh, one of my favourite people. And I call him a mentor. I've never met him, uh, and I never will because he passed away. Is Jim Rowan? Yeah. And but he's one of my all time for my for my outlook and philosophy uh, on life. I'm very very in touch with what he talks about, and even even what he says, I still make it a product of my own conclusion. So I don't I don't take it as gospel. I, I listen to what people say, and I make up my own mind. Um, so I'm, I'm, as Jim Rowan says, I'll quote him, you know, you're forever a student, but you're not a follower. That's how I look at life. You know, so you're always learning, but, you know, you have to take the lessons and, and, and actually learn. And, and if there are lessons in, in adversity, then you need to plant those seeds for future growth. And that's that's what the where the resilience and the perseverance come from. So it's going to be a bumpy road. So on and you've that, got to have some guts. Oh, a huge amount of guts, mm. for sure, to, to deal with everything that you've just said. Mm. And you can almost guarantee that the bumps in the road come as a freaking crater. Like, oh, yeah. it all comes Absolutely. at once, isn't it? Yeah. The, yeah. The, you know, the, the, the road actually can come open in front of you like a bloody sinkhole yeah. at times. Yeah. yeah. And if you're going through something like that right now, all up my advice would be break it down. Yeah. You know? The saying is, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So just take one problem, deal with that. Take the next problem, deal with that. Don't try and solve it all yourself. Get support, get help. Ask for help. You're not weak if you ask for help, yeah. especially the guys out there because they, they do not reach out. Mm. And, and if you've got a problem, reach out to someone in your network and just ask for help because people are willing to do it, help you. I found it interesting how you just said that, Dan, about um, when somebody asks, hi, Dan, how are you? Like, are you okay? You you don't want to offload and say, yeah. 
Um, and I always say, even with that, because as a society, we, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're known for it. Hi, how are you? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, how are you? And it's just, it's very flippant. It's very, we, we're, yeah. it's, it's just an automatic response. It's, it's basically yeah. the equivalent of a chat bot. Yeah. Because we don't even give it any consideration. We just flip it straight back. And I would yeah. say, really, if you know, if you have got something going on and say that me and you like were doing this and we, you know, we sat and had a beer or something like that, um, like face to face in person, and you asked me, I'd actually say to you right now, like you've asked the question, are you ready for the answer? Mm. And I, I always I, say that, you know, if you've got something that you want to share, because it's I an think answer. It's a time and a place. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a time I said, and a place. Own, you wouldn't do it in a shopping supermarket. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you and I were sitting down and having a beer right now, and you said, yeah. "You know, how are you?" and I would say, "Do you want the honest answer?" Yeah, because I know you, and I know yeah. we could have a chat and we'd have a conversation. But I wouldn't. It wouldn't just be all about me. It would be about uh, a, a two-way conversation. Yeah, and I know that if I shared that it would help the you and I know that you've got stuff you could be going through that would help me. So by talking about it, there's a, there's an old BT advert, which was Bob Hoskins was the main guy. And he used to say, it's good to talk. And it, yeah. and it is, and it really is. To the younger people out there, you won't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, well, I know what I'm before, before the interview, <laughs> Helen asked how old I was, and then I told my age, and she said, oh, I thought you was older than that. I was like, that's a, that win friends and influence people. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it's you. I can get away with that. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> the scary thing is, though, I know what you're on about with that, with that advert. <laughs> so there you go showing your age <laughs> i am yeah <laughs> love it um, moving on then so you've talked about you know lessons a lot you know learning mm. um being a student and all of that so being an entrepreneur and a business owner then are you mm. saying that anybody can be a successful entrepreneur and anybody can be a successful business owner because we can learn the behaviors and learn the key fundamentals yeah, absolutely uh, you know it's um it is it's, it's a product of the environment and the willingness to learn mm-hmm. i think uh if you're yes anyone can do it but see that on the internet you'll say someone will go like a video will pop up and go you can be an entrepreneur anybody can do it but that's the face and value of it mm-hmm. you know what we're talking about now the, the guts the grit the resilience the perseverance you know the having the right support around you the right mindset all that stuff, if you've got all that and you're willing to grow that, then yes, you can be 100%. Mm. But not everybody will be because that's not the, that's not the world. Um, so blanket statement, yes. Bigger, bigger picture, no, because yeah. you, you have to have those elements and the willingness to do it. If you're not, if you've not got that, those components, then no, you can't. So what is it? with individuals then who see these flashy adverts and you know these quick win solutions what is it within them that they just think that it's just going to be kind of a piece of cake and the next best thing and you know the key to their to their problem naivety that's that's people that are saying oh yeah i can make the money like that then it's naivety Mm. Uh, and it's a lack of awareness Mm -hmm don't mean that in a in a rude way it's just the fact really yeah i just i, I think it's a naive a naive 
uh, it, it's, it's not you know you look at yourself when you when you're when you're a kid you know you think you can do anything and then you soon realize you can't because <laughs> you, yeah but but then you learn and then you do more and then you do it again and then you can do it over time but it takes time you don't ride a bike first go mm. you know it takes a bit of time takes practice i think if you're going into business because you, you want to make a quick buck it's the wrong way to look at it you need to go into business to solve a problem and you need to go into business with the attitude of how am i serving someone mm. and how am I serving the many people is probably how I look at it. I don't, you know, I used to think, oh yeah, quick, but I mean, God, I, I used to, I had all sorts of little schemes going on trying to, trying to make money quickly. Yeah, we've um, got the Delboy stories coming out now. Yeah, but it's like anybody, you know, like, you know, someone puts me into utility warehouse. Oh yeah, I can make money. And then you like make three quid a month out of one customer. And you're like, oh, sod that. <laughs> and then the, and the, and the novelty wears off because it's not a quick scheme. Um, you know, it takes time to grow, you know, all sorts of things, you know, selling stuff with, with mates and uh, it, just lots of things. And yeah, you make money quickly and you've got your cash ready and you've got cash on the hip, uh, going down a pub when you're 21, making, you know, everybody like want to come and spend time with you. And that's because you've got bloody money. That's why. Um, so now we know what Emma saw in you. <laughs> it was the cash on the hip. <laughs> it was a 14 stone lots of hair person that's what it was back then <laughs> now 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 i'm 16 and a half stone and got no hair she can still trade <laughs> this is what stuff. business does to you she ellen's gonna look like this in 10 years time <laughs> oh, i hope not i've already got my wig planned <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's a naive it's a naivety really when people think that they can get it done quickly and make loads of loads of money quickly it doesn't okay. work like that okay so you've said about um problems and you know the the processes that you go through to basically <clears throat> fill that void for people within what they need in their property um sort of process if you like yeah. um i don't want to say journey because it's a process isn't it that you take them through mm. through the consultancy uh, and then obviously all of the practical side of things and taking them right to the end so that they are realizing the profit so that's that sort of problem because people struggle with with doing it in a in a systematic manner in in general when it comes to business and entrepreneurship because you've been around a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs from from various various sectors not just property what would you say that the thing is that people struggle with the most I'd, i'd probably say especially now with the internet i would say overwhelm mm. and and then the lack of support or the the, the perception of a lack of support what do you mean by getting, perception of well because of there is support it's just you you need to ask um and you need to find, try and find it and that's where being a solution-based thinker comes in but um yeah i think it's it overwhelms probably the thing that people struggle with the most yeah and then in ha- that fits hand in hand with having support around you to say, well, yeah, look, we all get overwhelmed, but break it down. What do you need? To- What's the most important thing right now? Yeah. That's ironic to me, though, that you say that, if you don't mind me saying, because mm. we've got the internet, we've got all mm. the social media platforms, we've got more access to things than we ever have done before. And there is a an expert in every field that because they're ready and willing to help you mm. so therefore is there not all of that support on tap again i'll go back to the word practical not in a practical way 
people want that human to human connection they want to talk to someone they want to they want to they want to physically feel it and go through it because then they can see not everybody can visualize something mm. not everybody you know i see a lot with, with with property you know like no one a lot of people can't visualize what a room will look like at the end or a house will look like at the end and um and, and a lot of people are the same with getting into a business they can't visually see what it's going to look like and they mm. don't know they don't practically know how to do it mm. um and i think yes there is a lot of surface level support so you can go to forums you can ask questions and you know there's lots of experts out there that that you know can give you the advice but it's then going and doing it and, and if you i think it's a, it, it's probably mixing in with mindset then because it's the overwhelm of knowing what to do uh, but if you haven't got the right mindset to then apply the knowledge mm. then that's where the overwhelm comes in you get into a bit of an infinity loop really like you know you get frustrated then angry and then frustrated and angry again because you're you're just you're just not moving forward you're just going round and round in circles so yeah it, it, there is a lot of information out there there's loads of knowledge out there, but unless you p- apply the knowledge, you will never have wisdom. Mm. It's all, it's definitely, I'm with you on that one. It's all, all about the application. The knowledge is nothing if you're not applying it. But I do, yeah. I do think, I do think as well, along with what you were saying about, you know, the access of the internet, you know, everybody on, on social media, the overwhelm, the support. I think that the overcooking of what's available creates the overwhelm. Because yes. on social media, you know yourself, you know, you, you get invited to all these different groups, you know, you can be in a group and an accountability group from being up at five o'clock in the morning, right through to hustling through till midnight. And, you know, everybody's serving a, a purpose for that. But it's overwhelming, yeah. isn't it? It causes yeah. too much. Just look at how many ways that people can get in touch with you now. Yeah. It's not just phone and text message. You know, it used to be just phone or, 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 or letter. Or carry now it's like, yeah. <laughs> but now, <laughs> but now it's like, you know, text message. Now, then it, you know, you got then messages on Facebook, messages on Instagram, messages on LinkedIn. You've got WhatsApp. You've got. I mean, it's it's just you're just inundated with yeah. people getting hold of you. It's not difficult to get hold of someone these days, and like the, what you say with the the, the hustle, like that that for me. I hate all that stuff. I know you like, do. With a passion. You know, was, hustle that grind. That was deliberate. Yeah, I know it was. Let's get him on it. I know it was. I know. You just, you just, you just, I'm just a nervous twitch came out. Yeah. <laughs> and look, it works for some people. I think it's awesome for some people. And I think it's awesome for some young people. I think if you're in your 40s, and you're starting again or you're wanting to start a business, hustle and grind is just not the words you should be listening to. It's about it's about planning, it's about understanding exactly what you what you can and can't do, your strengths, your weaknesses, and then working towards what it is you wanna you wanna deliver. Mm-hmm. And someone put something out. Uh, I won't say who, but they put, you know, f- you know, 5am, It's you know, da, 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 da. this is the benefits of getting up at 5am. And I was like, well, yeah, but I get those benefits. All right, I don't see the sun come up, but I get those benefits of getting up at half six and six or seven because it works for me. 
it works for me. I'm generally up between six and seven, go to bed between 10 and 11, you know, and as long as I get those sort of eight hours sleep, I know when I've had seven hours sleep because I'm a grumpy kid in the morning and I can feel the difference in my body. So you, it's about what's right for you and all that hustle, hustle, hustle. Yes, you, of course you have to work hard. It's mm. like a given. It's business. You can't just think it's going to be handed to you on a plate. But I just, I just hate the uh, – and I, they are American terms, like hustle and grind. I mean, grind is such a horrible word. Mm. It's just such a horrible word. So, yeah, sorry. I won't rant too much more. <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah. you just got to, you've got to look at yourself and 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 stop comparing with others. Be 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 focused on your own journey. Be inspired, uh, but don't expect to get motivated. Yeah. Because if you can't motivate yourself within, you'll never get motivated. You won't get motivated by watching someone else do what they do. Yes, be inspired what they do. Jim Wright again, going back to him a brilliant saying in one of his seminars he did was the motivational seminar. If you put an idiot in a motivational seminar, all you get is a motivated idiot. And I just love that saying. And it's so true because we, we, we're so focused on, Oh, I can get motivated by someone. And it's not about that. It's a, yeah. you've got to have it in you. Otherwise you'll never do it. Well, look at it this way, back to your story of the six-figure mistake and all of, you know, that was going on with the impact through the business, you know, your your journey through um, fertility and everything with uh, your wife. Yeah. Motivation did not get you through that shit, did it? No. You know, no, that, just... it, it doesn't even align. No. So, yeah, that, it, is the, that is the reality when you look at it. It's like, yeah, be inspired, be motivated, you know, get that vibe off people, but then go out there and do the freaking hard work that's behind mm. closed doors when nobody else is looking with the integrity, you know, with the passion, with the discipline when you don't even want to do it. That is the reality of what it takes, isn't it? Yeah. In your deepest, darkest yeah. hours that you're still plugging away and doing and keeping putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And it's do and do it in the time, as I say, do it in the time frame and times that work for you, where you're high yeah. energy and when you're low energy, and you need to work that stuff out for yourself. Yeah. We're all individual. If you've got a mentor or coach telling you you've got to get up at five, otherwise you're a failure. Yeah. Excuse me, but they're an absolute ass. That doesn't. Yeah. That's a load of rubbish. Mm. Just because you don't get, oh, I know some very successful entrepreneurs, yeah. multimillionaires that get up at seven thirty in the morning. So it's all load of it's what works for you you do have to find that and you know I've worked with uh, individuals where you know they you know they've had they've had to get up earlier and get that in in the day some don't it doesn't work for them with family commitments or work other work and business commitments oh that's an excuse Helen that's an excuse that's what (laughs) that's what people tell you and that's when I'm just like you know what you can go or what you can do a walk you don't don't tell me it's an excuse when they're my family and I need to provide and I need to be there but but for them yeah don't tell me I'm a waste of space because of that you know so things like that I think if anyone's saying saying stuff like that to you you need to tell them to poke it the thing is it's kind of knowing what the fundamentals are knowing what you need to work on you know being transparent and honest with yourself you know if you are then you know if you are avoiding doing things 
that you need to be doing that will be for your benefit longer term to do, then that yeah, you know, they need to be brought to the fore and say, do you know what? Let's work on these and build your discipline muscle up in that and, you know, keep going forward. But it it, it is like the self awareness piece over, okay, so this is this is me, this is how I operate. Knowing when you when you operate better and when you're not. So I always say to people, try, try it out. If you've not mm. done it, but then, you know, you're still in bed yeah, at 8 o'clock, eight, half 8 in the morning, you know, tr- try it. But incrementally, you know, try getting up yeah. earlier. There are a lot. I, I know the same. I know I know successful entrepreneurs that are still in bed at nine, ten o'clock in the morning if they want to be, because that's yeah. their choice. But I also know them on the flip side when it's half past four and, the, you know, they're straight in the gym wherever they are in the world. You know, as yeah. well, if they're traveling, they will be in the gym and yeah. they get that ticked off first before they then go into their working day. But it's whatever then does work for you as an individual and your circumstances. There are best practices that, but it's not a given that you're going to be successful and you're going to be a failure if you don't follow that recipe. Like yeah. I can make amazing Yorkshire puddings, but I don't work off a recipe. But does that make me a failure because I've not got it written down in a book? yeah i get there i get there with the result my way yeah yeah and that's and that again it goes back to the saying of you know being forever a student but not a follower so learn learn from people that inspire you learn from people that that, you know and take those nuggets of information and make sure it's a product of your own conclusion this is that simple so mindset dan we mentioned mm. it a couple of times and I know it's something with personal development and everything that, you, you know, you're, yeah. you're really, really keen on. Yeah. How do you develop your mindset? You've, you've had to have a solid mindset and, you know, grow that and develop that throughout the years. How do mm. you keep on top of that? I mean, I, I mean, I surround myself with things that inspire me, memories, that experiences, affirmations, uh i'm writing a journal I, again this comes down to someone said you know you should write in it every day and i don't need to write in it every day but if i start feeling like i need to write in it i'll just write in it when i feel like i need to write in it so i'll always have it around me because it just, you know and i just i talk to myself i mean jesus i talk to myself it's ridiculous you know, just I find myself chatting away, saying, "Right, yeah, you can do that." Right, well, just you know, and you just, you just, you've got to be your own best coach. I think is probably the uh, the way that I do it, and um, yeah, but just being surrounded by positive things, something that I've neglected probably over the last couple of years is my fitness and my health, and I think that's probably because of everything I went through. And I just like it's just another thing to deal with, but um, I've I've actually got back into it over the last two weeks. And I've lost three, three, nearly just over three kilos, and um, I'm eating better. And I'm testing I'm testing the times of when to exercise. And my time is first thing in the morning, but it's not six o'clock because if I get up at six and then go for a run, it it, it kills me for the day. Um, so I like to I've been testing it over the last couple of weeks. And when I get up at seven, go for straight for a run and do my workout, training workout, I feel good. Yeah. Um, so that's when I that's when I need to do. I can't do it every day like that, but um, I'm, do, I'm I'm training or doing some sort of cardio seven days a week at the moment. Well done. And just just making sure I'm just keeping an eye on my calories because I do know that 
if you've got a healthy body, you've got a, you know, and healthy mind, they are massively connected. Yeah. Uh, if you if you feel good, and it's not for me, it's not about weight. It's not about how much I weigh. It's just if I feel good and I look good, that's what's important to me. At the moment, I'm trying to lose weight because I do need to lose some weight. Uh, but you know, I know that it's once I start feeling better. So I think I think those sort of things, those put, and I love the post you put out the other day um, about making it, you know, not not making it a chore, make, just making it part of your process. Your workout, you should not see your workout as part of your workload. Yeah, that's it. That's the words. Yeah, and and I and I and I'm I'm looking at it very much like that now. I'm not looking at. I, I, and I, I go back to when I gave up smoking all those years ago, 2005. I gave up smoking. And I tried a few times before that, uh, and try was is the is the operative word because it's it's you're not, you know I didn't want to give up. You got to want to give up. You got mm. to want to to do something. And when I gave up in two thousand five, I said to myself, "It's not about giving up. I don't ever want to smoke again." Mm. And I haven't. Mm. And it's the same with you know if you look if you struggle with fitness if it's not really your thing. You've got to have a better philosophy than that mm. because it's not about now. All right, if I don't eat an apple today, is that going to affect me tomorrow? Probably not. But you've got to think better than that. You've got to look at it from eating an apple a day. keeps the doctor away, as the old saying is. you know. But if I eat a Mars bar a day, you're going to notice that over the next few months. Mm. Um, and you've only got to look at the stories of, like, you know, some – you know, people that are obese and, you know, they say, oh, I ate McDonald's every day for like the last year. And you're like, well, that's why you're as big as you are. Mm. And you've got to have the better philosophy and which is the mindset. You've got to think better than that. You can't just think just now. You've got to think. A long term. You know, my, my, I, I'm, I'm, I did all my metrics and, and my, I'm, look, I'm 39, I'm 40 in February next year, in t- 2021. And my, 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 my metabolic age was 46. Serious? Yeah. That's wow. how unfit I've got. Wowzers. So I was like, right, that's changing. Yeah, yeah. And and it's, and it's and, and I want to do it. I want to be there. And, you know, again, and it's just having that. It's probably the last cog in the in the wheel for me was the fitness stuff, getting back into it. Um, and you procrastinate on it. Like, like you know, when you don't want to, really don't want to do anything. And then, you just think, no, something's got to change. Mm. And I did the metrics, and I was like, geez, that's not good. Everything was red. Everything was red. And I was like, that's not that's not great. So it's time to time to make a change. And uh, like I say, I've lost three kilos in, in the last week by just focusing in and, and, and the willingness to do do the work. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, we, we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago about about health and fitness and, and, and everything mm. else. So, it, again hats off for you getting back into it it's about finding mm. your rhythm again and not trying to go too hard too quickly um yeah. and again that's 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 parallel to business isn't it yeah you said you know trying to do too much too quickly is often an obstacle to people because then you know they they realize that they can't keep up the momentum it's not sustainable they're not enjoying it you know and they exhaust themselves before yeah like the that's where the word overwhelm comes in isn't it exactly yeah again so you know, you know you're trying to do too much too yeah. quickly yeah and i have that i have that all the time because i've got ideas i want to do this i want to do that but you you know you have to just go down you know i found myself yesterday in fact yesterday doing this i was looking for something online and 
I did it for five minutes and I just, I don't know what it was. I just I looked up and went, Dan, stop being a dick. Turn that internet off. And I just cracked on with what I was doing. Yeah. Because I don't need to do that now. But yeah. you, 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 sometimes you get yourself caught in those situations. And that's where one thing I would say to anybody listening is really work on being self-aware about what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're doing, mm. who's around you, who's not around you, when they need to be around you. Just just be really aware of, mm. of what's going on in your life because it's 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 important yeah and it'll teach you lots of lessons yeah i mean it, it, it's fascinating um really you know when we get into these conversations and speaking mm. to business owners such as yourself very little actually comes down to the actual business of things and you know that's not taking anything away from your um from your credible um, processes and the steps because you know I've seen that amount of detail you know I've seen you present I've seen the I've seen the packs that you do you know we've had meetings ourselves over you know what you what you include in that it is it is intricate and it, that's what's needed to that level of consideration but in these conversations over you know what it actually takes mm. as, as a business owner as a successful entrepreneur has very, very little to do with the business and the business strategy. Yeah, because I think if you know what you want to deliver, like, you know, you might be selling bolts or nuts and bolts or you might be selling pancakes or whatever. It doesn't really matter what it is. Whatever it is you decide to sell and serve is you should be bloody good at it. I mean, why wouldn't you be? You know, like, why would you try and sell something and not be good at it? Mm. Like, or, or try and be good at it. Do you know what I mean? Like, why would you, why would you go into something? And that's where the naivety and quick butt comes in. That mindset, and that's a bad philosophy. Mm. And having that, having the philosophy of, yeah, actually, what I'm doing is going to be awesome, and I'm serving people, I'm solving a problem, I'm actually helping people. If you go in with that attitude, that's a given for me. Mm. So it does come then down, come down to how you're doing it what you're offering you know how you can be the best at what you do uh, and serve people in the best way the actual the actual product and service like i think i think especially with the millennial age i think people don't necessarily buy things these days i was reading an article and i thought it was really interesting they don't necessarily buy things they buy into something mm, yeah um I think, and I think that's becoming more and more relevant, especially mm. in property, because a lot of young people don't necessarily want to own a property. They want to be flexible and free and be able to move about. And uh, if you can offer something that, that delivers that, you know, like offers that flexibility, then, you know, you're going to win yeah. with that. But but if that's your target market, it might not mm. be. So it's just about knowing who you're serving, why you're serving them, what it is you're offering you know what's your mission what's your why i think you really need to know that stuff mm. the product should be delivered well regardless regardless yeah yeah interesting dan it's been a pleasure i'm going to be rounding this up now um yeah, no worries. you know it's it, it's so good to have you on the show it's so good to hear like your stories your experiences your learnings uh, your mistakes and how you, you know, how you actually then sort of construct your your life and and what you're working on yourself. You know, 
I think the I think the key message here from from what you're saying is even over 17 years you're still finding stuff that you're working on every day you know you don't mm-hmm. have all your ducks in a row to the fact that mm-hmm. you know you kicked back on your sun lounger smoking your cigar and being served margaritas all day you know it is the fact of you know two hey, things I actually don't like you're not. <laughs> Oh, well. no. <laughs> you, you can't have it anyway because that's not happening um, yeah what would you choose what would, oh, it wouldn't be what, what if i what if i could sit Co- and relax yeah what would you choose what cocktail oh long island iced tea all day all right okay because <laughs> there's I'll, lots of alcohol in it i'll choose the margarita then you have the long <laughs> but no what i'm saying <laughs> on a serious note what i'm saying is it's all working it's always work in progress Mm, and there is definitely. always something that we can be doing better for our business and better for ourselves to ensure yeah. that you know, we're honed, we're toned, we're skilled, um, and we keep on moving. You know, we've got to keep sharp. Yeah, definitely. So, and I think you've got to make a decision on on where you want to be as well, like what sort of business you want to deliver, whether you want that lifestyle or or whether you want, you know, an empire. But in my opinion, you still need to make sure that it's systemized well because yeah. you don't want to be a slave to the business. You still, you know, you can still have a lifestyle business and 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 not not be working in it. You just yeah. got to, you know, you just got to understand what level you want to be at. And and if you don't want to be an empire, then that's fine. Like don't sh- don't beat yourself up because you're not going to be the next Richard Branson. You know, it might not be what your what your values are. So you know, look at that. And values are huge. I mean, we haven't even had a chance to talk about that, but values oh, are massive. Yeah. Next show, we'll have you on again. I've yeah, said yeah. That. So, yeah. No, Dan, I just want to say thank you. Good luck with everything that you're doing. Just thank so you. the listeners um, can navigate you and find more out about Hull Homes, do you want to just say where they can find you? Yeah, I mean, you can connect with me on Facebook, Dan Holbert, or Instagram, or, and LinkedIn. Yeah, if you want to connect with me through my business, uh, Hull Homes, H-U-L, homes.com, or email me at info at wholehomes.com, and we'll have a chat. Awesome. And Dan does a lot of the uh, presentations at property networking events as well, uh, up and down the country and mm. at the moment online. So, yeah, anybody that's looking to um, find more out of property, you know, how the system works through Hull Homes and what have you, get yourself enrolled and, and go check it out and, uh, and, and find more out about how it can help you. Don't struggle alone, I think, and don't make the mm. expensive mistakes that you've made and I have made as well um, <laughs> in those exact same in exact same scenarios. So thank yeah. you very much. And, um, guys, thank you for listening once again. That's been another amazing guest interview um, here with Dan. I'm sure you can agree uh, on that and took lots from it. Very, very encouraging, very, very inspiring to hear his stories and experiences and the fact that it isn't all a bed of roses. You know, we do all have challenges. We do all have things that we have to overcome, some more impactful and some, you know, a lot more serious than others and yeah put all that into the mix and it's quite a recipe when it comes to you know trying to survive and still thrive in business be be a good person be a positive person be a good partner wife husband etc and yeah it's not easy but we always say here you know it's about learning what it takes and and Dan's been um, another one of those prime examples of that so thank you for listening if you've enjoyed the um, if you've enjoyed the episode then don't forget to leave us a review on the platform that you've listened on and um, we thank you again and look forward to tuning in with you next episode thank you for listening to the HEW podcast 
For continued support, please subscribe using iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play or SoundCloud. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please leave a five-star review on your download platform. Tune in for more value and more content the same time next week.